listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yo, when I was small, they used to tease me because my hair was peasy, hard, and greasy. But now I'm living well like Georgia Wheezy. So easy, does it? Is it because I'm rocking beats? beats beats food met chewing because i'm doing just what had to be done now we in there like swimwear girls calling me hun give me hugs little pecs mucho tongue lots of sex enough respect to my boys that live on five six street right a smashing mustard mashing boom bashing in the fashion wish it wild because i smile when i whip lashing mcs with my style call me mr cuckoo because i'm making buku bucks i'm getting fully prepared to deal with mcs that are smucks hey welcome to the blackout test podcast your host rod and karen we're in the house on a saturday just in time for our feedback show saturday afternoon mm-hmm. um and uh you know you know how this is you guys uh sent us feedback and y'all kept it real um and we decided to respond to it you know that's it's pretty much the, the formula at this point mm-hmm. feedback can be sent in several ways okay yes it can uh oh wait first of all the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport it's bullet ball a bullet ball extreme and you can send in feedback via five star reviews on itunes and stitcher you can also do stuff like vote uh in the polls and leave comments on the blackouttips.com mm-hmm. you can uh email us the blackout at gmail.com you can leave voicemails as long as at three minutes or less at 704-557-0186 uh some of you guys left voicemails this week but you went over jada and uh the guy who called uh from uh i think it was spring valley uh where, where that girl the high school where the girl got beat up mm-hmm. they called and left messages but jada's message was like six minutes and the other guy's message was like five minutes and then uh of course that crazy dude that changes his name every week and calls from an unlisted number like a coward he he left another message as always right uh but he followed the rules got it in under three minutes so good for him good for him um let's give a shout out to everybody who did donate to the show mm-hmm. i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment Today's a new day. Oh, let's go ahead and give a shout out to all the people that know how to butter our bread with that money. Shantae, Shantae B. That's new, ain't it? New recurring donation. Thank you, Shantae. Thank you, sweetie. Joy M, recurring donator. Thank you very much, Joy. Mm hmm. Catherine B, recurring donator. Thank you very much, Catherine. Yes. April G, recurring donator, brand new. Yeah, I would say, never heard that. Damian Jackson. Ooh, I, I am for real. real. Shirley Wong Esquire. Please say the Esquire, recurring donator. Mm-hmm. And that's it for this week. It was a short week. Play me out. It ain't, but I'm still gonna have to jack off. All right. <laughs> we got five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Let's go ahead and read those bad babies. Thank you to everybody that did take the time out to do so, by the way. We really appreciate it. 
uh csd8204 says uh episode 1066 david's justice another classic episode i'm a big jl fan so that was an added bonus because he's always good for some quick off the cuff remarks i've been playing catch up uh after two weeks plus a vacation chilling around the island staying in downtown waikiki enjoying myself and hopping over to the big island too busy uh to listen to podcasts so i'm binging now the only listening to anything my lady friend allowed uninterrupted was music so i turned her on to the internet of course Mm-hmm. on that note i highly recommend you check out the new rainy milo you may have heard the cut about you but she's really smooth all right i'll check that out by the way someone told me um i think it was sterling told me um logic had a new album out so nigga what yeah it's called i think it's i think it was on spotify i think it's called the incredibly no the incredible true story or something like that Ooh, yeah so i'll be favorite in that and listen yeah i've been listening to it for a couple I days i like now. that under pressure Mm-hmm. uh let's see what else i was like. oh amazing show five stars by black robot 25 thank you folks for your for the amazing show hands down one of my favorite podcasts cue up the great work we shall we thank shall. you i love this podcast by s harnsbury this is my favorite podcast whether i'm in need of a pick-me-up a few good lads or some intellectually stimulating conversation this podcast is where i turn ride a care and are hilarious and they are two of the greatest people i've never met <laughs> thank you <laughs> um miss blue cat said subscribe five stars i love this podcast found them some months ago while listening to twib i usually listen the day after the recording when i'm able to i enjoy participating in the chat room during the live recordings especially during guest the race i miss them on the days they don't record so i decided it was time to finally become a premium member for the extra shows and leave my five-star review thank you Ryder karen thank you miss blue cat we appreciate you we do uh diva ask ac says come for your favorite show review stay for something else five stars i've been listening to this podcast over a year ryan and karen make a terrific team they are witty insightful and thoughtful no matter whether they're dissecting game of thrones hashtag them thrones walking dead hashtag they walking discussing current news or reenacting a groupie tale from ball alert you always <laughs> laugh and learn even though they are all everything is a unit they often invite some of the best voices in the podcast and fan the world to join them and as an extra cherry on top they, the sound quality is top notch as listeners we are lucky that every episode is a treat we should feel like a groupie who's baller sent up a breakfast a change of clothes some stacks and a plane ticket home for the morning after (laughs) so much like gucci man would i give this podcast five stars oh thank you thank you very much karen uh tell them how to uh leave five star reviews you can leave five star reviews on itunes and we do do we do stitcher yet uh oh no not yet okay well i'm gonna do itunes that i do stitcher later on well i can do both now if you're gonna leave five star reviews leave five star reviews on itunes go to any apple device and go to your itunes type in the black guy who tips up in the top left hand corner you can uh leave us uh five stars uh you can uh leave us anything as long as five stars we read it as long as we approve it and like it uh so you can leave five stars but if we don't like it we're not reading it uh but if you don't have an apple device and you want to leave us five star reviews actually um google um itunes add itunes to your whatever device you have uh make up an account leave us five star reviews 
and then you can take it off your computer it doesn't leave a virus or anything like that so even if you are android you can still leave us a five star review everyone matters everyone counts and i know that there are still people out there i'm 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 gonna be the pastor begging for money every week i know some of y'all ain't dropped nothing in the collection plate for these reviews that's all i'm asking it's absolutely positive free y'all <laughs> just take a few seconds i'm not really asking for money i'm just asking for reviews because it does matter and a lot of y'all know y'all been rocking with us for a very 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 long time and you know you need to put in on this we've been with you on the train rides we've been with you in the hospitals we've been with you in the emergency rooms we've been with you through surgery we've been with you across country we've been with you when you in them long ass car rides with your family members that you don't want to deal with we're gonna be with you for thanksgiving and christmas because that's coming up y'all gonna be traveling and shit like that all it takes is a few seconds to leave us a five-star review that's how you leave a five-star review on itunes thank you guys thank you and of course five stars on stitcher we have one jayla summers writes five stars love it i stumbled upon tbgwt sometime last year when searching for a comedy podcast to get me through the work day it was a uh it was on the list of top shows on stitcher after sampling the show it was soon apparent why they were one of the highest rated in that category this husband and wife duo provide a healthy dose of humor entertainment news and insight com- insightful commentary i look forward to their shows and highly recommend this podcast five well-deserved stars thank you thank you and uh while you do um since you've done stitcher to leave a five-star review on stitcher the e the best way to do it is actually google uh black guy who tips uh stitcher page and you can leave us a five-star review directly through the stitcher page that's the best way to do it and when you leave a review on stitcher check your email because stitcher will actually email you it will not post until you confirm through your email uh for stitcher once you do that and, and Stitcher's kind of slow so if you do it it might take a few days for it to post between the time you post it and the time we read it um if you have an ios device it it allows you to leave a review per episode we don't see those those don't go directly to the page so i want to thank everybody that's going to leave these five star reviews on itunes and or stitcher because we know some of y'all left them on one but not the other i walked you through the steps step by step rewind it take as much time as you need to leave these reviews y'all guys because it matters thank you thank you and now let's get into the comments okay we got some comments on the actual episodes this week let's do this um the first one was a feedback show episode 1068 doritos and apple jacks <laughs> which if you follow me on social media i definitely posted pictures and changed my avatar to pictures <laughs> of me with doritos and apple yes, jacks um so we had comments on the episode and art 216 says rod and queen k why is this nigga sounding creepy and monotone on the voicemail don't they say when you come for the king and queen you best not miss nigga you have struck out bye mike yeah right mike we should put mike in quotes he's had five different names uh chill voice eat a bag of dicks nigga with yo related to being carson sounding ass <laughs> oh, he does sound like him uh i thank y'all so much for being understanding and making the jokes keep doing what y'all doing peace of love you guys will oh eh? what can you do uh not everybody's gonna like what you have to say especially when you're spitting this hot fire truth like that the truth uh nate heaven says about my comment on intelligence karen said it a lot more succinctly than i could sorry for that on a different note am i alone and getting a hating ass terrell jones vibe from that um michael caller um to clarify i was apologizing for being so long-winded thank you karen for figuring out what i meant hey <laughs> you're welcome sweetie and uh i don't get a hating ass terrell jones vibe from that dude Mm-mm. because 
um Mm-mm. you know i think hating ass terrell jones is a whole different type of persona right like, this guy just seems like he's off you know and mm-hmm. you know he's probably one of the people that we blocked from either the website or the facebook group or you know some shit like that and some of these people have a lot of insecurity issues and yes they do a lot of them end up focusing on me on some weird like i don't know like big brother shit or something like they want my approval somehow or my attention and they'll do anything for it Mm -hmm. and i think that's why he's constantly calling up here like rod you said blah 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 it's like okay man i okay we're 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 in a relationship now a relationship where i consider you annoying and you consider me a person you need to listen to every week and still call and give your comments Mm -hmm. which is funny because it's like if i didn't agree with somebody enough or i dislike what they did enough i just wouldn't listen but you know he can't help himself writer chick says i love that abby i need to see it on a t-shirt or a coffee mug i don't know if i can put that on a t-shirt or coffee mug with (laughs) the company (laughs) logos on it i know i don't know how i don't know the rules of that shit i know and then we have a poll which is a rod and mike brown destroying masculinity <laughs> oh lord yes they are the worst with that gender fluid and sh- fluidity and shit yeah <laughs> uh, no they aren't destroying anything 63 percent of y'all think we're not destroying anything which means 37 percent of y'all agree with quote-unquote mike that we uh or whatever john whatever his name was uh that we are the worst and destroy with our gender fluidity and shit mm. chuck spear says hey man f your fluidity f fluids why would a man be empathetic and want women to have equality that's some real sucker ish man you and mike ought to be ashamed uh being decent human beings that's what we that's what we doing in 2015 the right thing seeking to balance the scales towards justice non-cypher dog non-cypher <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> um let's see we also got uh, episode 1069 uh which is just called carson 2016 uh well we didn't have any comments a lot of people were not feeling you know the comments on this one but we had a lot of comments on the polls now that you've heard the rap are you ready to vote for ben carson yes i'm now on board no fuck that nigga and his whack-ass song oh, okay i was always on board with him (laughs) five percent of people heard the rap the original rap not the remix and they are now on board with ben carson Mm -hmm. the very first one the very first one vote and support ben carson Mm -hmm. uh 93 percent of y'all said no fuck that nigga and his whack ass song two percent of y'all said i was always on board with him okay so that's a very he was the, the the rap did not help much Mm-mm. uh we had a couple comments ray says uncle ben and low budget chameleon there need to sit all the way to fuck down that is all serious moonlight says i'm serious moonlight and i endorse ray's comment these <laughs> the kc stark says ben can blow the dust off of chill's dicks and then proceed to eat all of them oh eve says i might be inclined to vote for him if you add a woody woo to the soundtrack a hootie hoo uh, K, uh hc says nice mix, remix but he's still not speaking to my issues with that song drop a problematic lyric in there like i'll be buttoning on these bitches i'll be nothing in these bitches and i <laughs> i have to i'll have to take a second look uh and then 
Ari, Ari says that song is too good for him now give oh so maybe it was the remix okay give them beats to a homeless black man of your choice and make him the new candidate a la traded places so that was after the first remix yeah that was the first because you played the first one you played it and then you played the remix i think on the same episode then we had episode 1070 concern 19 student 1950 Mm -hmm. uh we talked a lot about uh what was going on with um the missouri campus and all that stuff kind of took over the news this week right amani says i'm so proud of the students of missouri for recognizing their power and demanding the university experience they deserve and they paid for and just as proud as I am, as just as proud as I am of them, I'm disgusted by all the parties who keep talk, taking that reality for granted. Rye, you really touched on the reason I stopped talking about college sports with people I don't trust a few years ago. As much low-key and overt racism as there is with all sports, it's particularly bad in college. I used to go on the message boards, but the plantation mentality was just too much for me to take, even from supposed fans of those these players. They don't care about these kids. They don't even see them as college students or the lie of amateurism except when it comes to not paying them they're strictly labor and you can tell so many of them got off on the notion that they own them yep right i saw the vitriol towards players who left early to follow their dreams after leading the team to championships i can only imagine how quickly they would have turned on those kids if their strike lasted weeks but people uh had the nerve to say that they did that what they did was easy because they weren't undefeated miss me with that yeah another thing that's funny is um as much as people come down on those kids for that uh um, people should see what happens when a kid decides not to go to a university that was recruiting him Mm -hmm. the shit people say about 15 16 17 year olds it's amazing uh, and I was reminded this is the same Missouri team that played with Michael Sam while knowing he was gay for a year before the media found out, and we didn't hear about one a peep one peep out of them, other than how he was embraced. For as much as we were as much as we're warned about how mostly black athletes wouldn't be open to gay teammates or taking political stands, I trust the players not to make these stories about themselves a lot more than I do the media. The breakdown of ethics because these black kids had the nerve to tell them no was so telling. Anyway, I could go off on this topic all day, but great show as always. That Ben Carson remix literally had me crying laughing on the train to the point someone came up and asked if I was okay. (laughs) 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 Now, now just waiting on my baked by Negro cookies to show up. They need to come off some of that sponsorship money. Appreciate both of you. Keep it up. Hey man, tell y'all like this. We got ours a couple days ago. Them cookies is gone. I ate some all. I ate them all. Couldn't help myself. Oh, I will be hollering at Baked by Negro again. Mm-hmm. Bakedbynegro.com brought to you by deliciousness and racism. All right. Thank you, Washington Redskins. Thank you for being racist, Washington Redskins. Right. Yo, you being racist and saying, hey, there's more names, more racist than ours. What about this Baked by Negro? I was like, oh, shit. What about that? Yeah. You can hear the backstory on Balls D Sports from last week, but yeah hc says i do enjoy my college sports i was born in michigan and i love my michigan wolverines the flip side of growing up in michigan fans is that i experienced the fab five era closely so i've always been anti-ncaa even looked at the university of michigan itself skeptically when it comes to how student athletes are treated with that background i've always leaned in favor of student athletes i don't even get that intense during games because i find it hard to get mad at kids younger than me for making a mistake while playing a sport for free right but my leanings were cemented when i went to grad school at an sec 
ccc school it doesn't take a wild imagination to see some disturbing parallels how the tailgating and pregame events would take place on the front lawns of frat houses that look strikingly similar to plantation houses mm-hmm. how the frat and sorority members would dress up in blazers khakis and church dresses to attend games the non-stop construction on campus of shiny new buildings built from athletic revenue the stadium crowd on game days with the wealthy boosters and college executives sitting up high in box seats looking down on the big strong athletes create millions in revenue in exchange for room and board right. you can imagine attitudes on campus towards athletes in such an environment especially one if one messes up it causes a loss so now i'm firmly for student athletes grabbing power and i'm all for anyone willing to blow up the system even if it makes college sports unrecognizable from how we know it now how we now know it i love what those kids stood for in missouri right i want them to be true student athletes because everybody claims they are but they're fucking not because you hold on to the one to two percent that actually should go into professional uh sports because it's one of those things that we don't want them to go if they're not good they won't survive let them make that choice everybody else is grown and can make a choice but for some reason they're a goddamn kid when it comes to this mm-hmm. red says i am so glad that these students have survived and are making a stance against this abuse at mizzou the setup of college sports is so exploitative i am proud that the football took that the football team took the risk to support their fellow students it's something that i hadn't heard about and likely wouldn't have if the football team hadn't stepped in for a lot of people yeah it, we cover this kind of news for a living and we didn't know that dude um was uh was even on a hunger strike right um and even though i know we probably had it in fucking with black people but there's so much fucking with black people y'all we can't even get to all of it like we literally gonna have to start a separate show for fucking with black people mm-hmm. like it's crazy i don't know how we're gonna do it because it's just so much shit is just popping up you know i've had you know stories all kinds of stories um it's something that i hadn't heard about and likely wouldn't have if the football team had stepped in even with the fallout that still continues in the aftermath they help shine a light on the races and what i consider criminal activity that black students and faculty have been subjected to this is the right thing to uh to do in this show I'll also show that these football players have the ability to unite for an important cause as athletic programs like to keep these kids powerless it would probably be very difficult to duplicate however they work hard to put their bodies at risk to help fund universities so what matters to them and those like them should matter to the entire institution i hope this prompts those in power at schools across the country to evaluate how they treat their students of color and maybe scares them into action it won't that's sad though. it's already scaring some people this is like i said i think this is a wago call this is scary as fuck because all this it can't happen here shit is cool till it's happening there correct right. so i've already seen certain administrations like there's like i said we can't even cover all the news but i saw there was a administrator that stepped down at a whole different school the president just stepped down oh shit because he said hey they said uh she wasn't handling racial incidents well and she was like well i'm out you know what i mean right. like she was like y'all not gonna drag me through the mud i don't want to be responsible for nothing let somebody else handle this shit yeah so we'll see man people thought black lives matter was gonna go away people thought uh the people from ferguson wouldn't be here or doing anything else in a year so True. they were wrong uh do you take candy from your kids for halloween because we read a mashable thing on how to take candy from your kids mm-hmm. i don't have kids 68 percent of y'all don't got no kids that y'all take care of 25.5 percent of y'all said yes i take my kids candy mm-hmm. with six percent of y'all saying no you don't take your kids candy because they got rights i'm shocked 
1071 was the polite activist society uh episode no comments on this one but we talked about the mizzou protesters again new terms in dictionary fleek and i forget the other one yes was the other one Mm mm-hmm uh the poll was would you make your kids would you make your kids hug family members at thanksgiving yes no and i don't have kids now only 60 percent of people didn't have kids this time now i don't know what happened between this one and the last poll i okay? guess somebody 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 must some of y'all lost some kids is that what happened they some lost of y'all got them, pregnant get, you're up gain some kids yeah eight percent decrease some of y'all out here fucking y'all went to a tracy morgan show <laughs> right you're like oh i'm pregnant now i guess i guess guess i guess uh, my vote changes so seven percent of the audience said yeah they make their kids hug they 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 family members at thanksgiving and 33 percent said no they don't uh here are the comments you ain't got the answer says i don't have kids but i had nieces and nephews under three and in our family we don't play that if the kid is uncomfortable we don't force them what usually happens is later on they may walk back up to the adult and get them a hug voluntarily once they warmed up of course being african some family members called them spoiled but i wasn't forced to hug as a child my parents did force me to speak and shake hands but hugs and kisses were up to me and my comfort level i think adults sometimes forget that children are people and not property of puppets thanks for always covering such relevant topics and that's true that's true because i know when layla was small she was like that you know where even even if she was constantly around you as far as like she seen you frequently she would come in but you give after you give her a while children will warm up but but like you said let them do it at their level when they feel comfortable responding yep sugar bay says another poll about them damn them damn kids rod stop trying to push your kid agenda fuck your fluid kids <laughs> <laughs> butterbean says my one-year-old daughter pushes people away that she doesn't want holding her and i don't force them on her however my grandparents are getting at that age where i worry that my visit that each visit will be our last i make sure that they get a big get a hug for my kid yeah see that's the thing to me was i the, uh, the main thing i didn't like about the article is and this and kind of the discussion that in general everything's so hyperbolic mm-hmm. like people that believe one thing completely go off on the other side on that and i don't think that's one of those issues that has to be that way you know, we don't have to be there kidding, are some bro. issues where you know even a small acquiescence to like bigotry or something is still a huge slap in the face mm-hmm but when it's like this it was like people were like yeah making your kids hug somebody that's the same you know hey next thing you know your, your uncle's raping them you're like whoa what that's not the same <clears throat> like i don't think those two things have to go hand in hand necessarily <laughs> no they don't um anyway the next episode was love and zombies and it was our walking dead review lucked out says when aaron announced his part in the wolves attack I think it was more than noble. He used up his political capital to save Alexandria. If they had turned on Rick, a lot of extras wouldn't have make it to the next episode. He and Daryl wanted to keep good, keep looking for people, but that he uh, wanted to get supplies. Oh, he said Daryl wanted to get keep looking for people, but that he wanted to get supplies instead. It made me uh, wonder how many of the Alexandrians are there because of him. Right. David, uh, David bit guy in the third episode and betsy suicide walker were brought in by him and how many of them are asking for a pasta maker and enjoying their scrounges for the what he enjoy what he scrounges for the pantry right because he finds a lot of that shit while he's out moving around like he people make requests when he finds it he brings it back and yeah they didn't really tell but yeah how many people has he found and brought in so when his word came out they was like okay we'll chill then 
while heath indiana son aiden had their own crews i haven't seen them be very effective they uh what they suffered heavy losses he's the only one still standing uh heath indiana son wait who who's heath oh the black dude mm-hmm. oh aiden yeah yeah they had their own crews yeah that's true they're the only ones that are still standing although i mean technically um that black dude that got shot is in uh is, is still around you know mm-hmm. just before aaron spoke up he looked at his boyfriend to gather strength because he was running a risk of being at being targeted he's also already kind of an outsider since last season he didn't go to the dinner party and i don't recall him being friendly with anyone except rick's crew although he's useful and the alexandrians and, and the alexandrians enabler if any if less than 24 hours have uh have people ready to raid their supplies they're going to want scouts to stock up once all the walkers get handled too many of them have to know they're too soft to try and get get it themselves i think they were always rationing it out but i think with the walkers everybody's like fuck it we all gonna die soon anyway yeah it was about them facing their fear of death and loss of hope right because they really hadn't seen shit until that walker heard and then they just lost their shit collectively correct heroja shop says first off i want to say if glenn is alive i will only accept it if the show does a full perspective of a person turning into a zombie something that we have not full uh that we have not full transformation just hints of what people go through for example tyrese um i don't know what that means exactly when you say full transformation uh zombie i don't know what that means really because we watch people turn slowly into zombies um in the first season i believe it was um sophia no not sophia she disappeared remember uh it was um what's her name sister uh the one who got the one who the governor killed what's her name was that first season yeah when they were still this is back when they still were in the rv right when her sister got slowly turned wasn't that didn't we do go through that with her and then when they watched the then when they went to the cdc they watched that film of the zombies turning slowly but they you know they fed they sped fast forwarded to where they died and come back you don't remember any of this yes i'm trying to Aunt andrea that's her name her sister she turned slow okay yes 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 which is a complete yes completely separate girl she, yes she held her all the way until she died right. and came back a zombie and then stabbed her in the head right because she basically held her like the whole night right yeah. right she was outside she was with her for hours and that was like come on dog and then when she turned she stabbed her in the head yeah so i feel like we've i don't feel like we that would be anything that makes people be like well this was worth it in my opinion um because of this delay of not revealing glenn's fate by the show's creator narratively speaking it is coming really close to jumping the shark territory right now well hey i I warned y'all right off the top with that shit yeah and it and i think it's people's um personal perspective they're like i want an answer now they're like and and i think they knew that was gonna happen right. and they and they started teasing people with it and it's pissing people off i get it correct like it's funny to me like i said it's just funny how what people are allowing and then what's pissing people off because i'm like all this shit is pissing people off in different ways yeah and it's funny that everybody's in these different camps fighting each other and arguing about what should be pissing people off and what shouldn't and what makes them mad and what doesn't and i'm like they the seeds for this was planted when they as soon as they had that ambiguous we kill glenn moment mm-hmm. 
right. and then went on the internet and talking dead i was like oh yeah this people gonna get mad quick right instead of just letting it play out yeah people gonna get mad real quick right unfortunately once again this app highlights how woefully unprepared alexandrians are to the real world even with many of them making efforts to prepare a man up i think the whole lot of more people are going to die including our uh some of the main cast before any level of normal ass kicking zombie forces assemble side note this pop-up in my twitter feed for the next democratic debate in iowa hashtag them debates looked at a looked at that another hashtag them has happened um well they did that for the first democratic debate too mm-hmm. black out still got it effect affecting the political landscape and changing the nation you are not a one-hit wonder rod have a great saturday smiley face i hope this comment made you laugh this time karen because it is the only reason i write them thank you well i didn't hear her laughing so step, <laughs> step your game up <laughs> red said red said had a hallelujah moment and almost got up and shouted at my desk during the comments about the situation at missouri at the beginning of the episode so many people including blacks missing the point hopefully these students and their supporters aren't swayed by the outrage and the opposition shit needs to change there at most other schools hbc or pwi those who don't like that idea should just just get used to being mad because people won't stop demanding equal treatment and representation just because it makes some uncomfortable correct and it applies with racism and sexism the poll was easy now that you've heard the remixes are you ready to vote for ben carson oh, shit. now earlier this week we had yes at like two percent or something five percent well, I have to say, thanks to my remixes and my re remixes and my re re remixes, mm-hmm. we are now up to twenty two percent. Oh shit! Not twenty two percent. Twenty two percent of the black vote. hundred percent jump. <laughs> now seventy eight percent still don't fuck with him, but still, let's concentrate on the positive. We got up to twenty two percent. Actually, 22% probably more like. Yes, we did it! Yes! All right. Uh, let's play (laughs) the voicemail. Like I said, I'm not playing that five and six minute one. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, it was too long. But here's the one from, uh, our boy. Yeah, this is Jonathan. Is Jonathan today? Jonathan this week, guys. (laughs) It's Jonathan. Jonathan from Undisclosed Coward Number. Jonathan. Yeah, this is Jonathan. Responding to your uh, fuck your fluidity. Well, you know what? Still fuck your fluidity. But you know what's sad about you? You talk about the police violence, but you didn't talk about this week. The nine-year-old black boy that Tayshawn Lee that was killed in Chicago by black gangs. Where was Black Lives Matter then? Oh, let me guess. You're not going to play this this message because it doesn't fit into your agenda. And I am a black man, and I'm not an ultra-conservative. I consider myself center. But I think it's a travesty that the black community does not talk more about the gang violence, how it terrorizes us. And you fit right into this racial narrative that the, the, the racist white media wants. Yeah, don't talk about uh, Tyshawn Lee, who was a nine-year-old this week killed by black gang because they mistake him for, uh, for another person. 
Jackson, and they were aiming for his father. I know you're not going to play with it, so just go ahead and lift it and marinate on it. All right. Good, 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 good shit this week. Bringing that hot fire, um, Mike or John or whatever. You John, no, it's Jonathan this week. John, Jonathan. Mm-hmm, Jonathan. Um, here's the thing I would say about that. One, we didn't even talk about the police violence this week. So you picked the wrong week. Uh, two, um, you're not going, what about black on black crime? Us out of talking about, <laughs> talking about, uh, systematic oppression. Um, that's the truth. Two, we've had, uh, three, we've had many episodes where we talked about, uh you know black violence and gang violence mm-hmm. and even about when it's okay and appropriate to talk about black on black crime and things and issues in our neighborhoods um if you search or google in your your city and black on black crime or uh stop the violence in your city you will find you'll find nothing but black people working on that ain't that the truth so you can suck my ass that's all it is with my gender fluidity um but but we appreciate you you listening another week mm-hmm. <laughs> and we calling do. in another week because you like how daddy do it yeah you do you like it we'll see you next week man mm-hmm. you gonna call at your usual thursday afternoon at time is that what is that what i should be expecting your message <laughs> oh man this dude oh man he probably jerks off listening to us all right uh you know he does karen come on Mm-mm. uh we got some comments <laughs> from emails oh of course the phone lines are open 704-557-0186 um let's see sundry writes in uh regarding the feedback show that troll leaving messages had me dying i've heard these kinds of arguments uh accusations before i think he outed himself as an mra the worst part is how he demands your response on the air. I hate when people feel entitled to your participation in the debate, especially since nine out of ten times they don't even want a dialogue. Thanks for being so gender fluid. Apparently, it makes for good podcasting. You Karen, and you are the best lesbi- lesbian couple on iTunes. Uh, hey, you're on with the Blackout Tips. What's going on? Uh, what's up, uh, Rod and Karen? This is a dope stack at Chicago. Hey. Uh, what's going on, man? Hey. Talking about the Black Lives Matter. Uh, I mean, I was about, I mean, shit, I was going to say something about Mizzou, but, um, but that dude that was talking about, uh, Chicago, I'm really tired of, um, these fucking, uh, fucking quarry meat, quarry meat Negroes talking about Chicago and the same way people 50 years ago were like, what about the starving kids in Africa? Fuck that nigga six ways Sunday. Right. Um, but, um, but, uh, no, I was listening to y'all talking about, uh, Mizzou and, uh, damn near got me in trouble with work for standing up uh, at my desk. And I clap, can clap and probably doing a Ray Lewis dance and yelling, my nigga. Um, <laughs> the, yeah, uh, and I was gonna write an email and then I realized, uh, since I usually write in on my phone, that shit's a lot shorter than it is when I write it on the computer. So I just want to say, um, when I've seen you shake off people saying that ball deep is great relative to most sports stuff because the bar is so low. And I believe that, well, I appreciate that you can easily just kind of, you know, walk over the bar. You fucking jump over it. Um, um, and you. when y'all was talking about it, I realized something that for a long time I've always thought that people really do envy uh, college football players because they're like, cause any argument about paying players instantly will turn into a, 
well, you know, I can get my fucking school paid for it. Well, nigga, that's because you're not special. Right. But it wasn't until y'all mentioned, I'm like, oh, no, people just outright fucking hate these people, just mm-hmm. hate these kids. And Mizzou did a great job bringing it up, and it's tiring and frustrating as fuck watching college football in public or in a bar or something and talking to somebody, and then they'll turn, you know, they get paid in education. I'm like, write education on your bar tab and um, tell me how that goes for you. Right. Um, I that's the truth. And Karen, you'd mentioned that it's bullshit that for March Madness that the kids fucking move around all month. Mm-hmm. Um, you might find this interesting. Um, Hawaii played a road game this season. In the course of a the month, they played a game at Hawaii, then at Ohio State, then back at Hawaii, and back at Wisconsin in a month. Wow. wow. Yeah, so eight thousand miles. And um but I, and for a while that's been a thing and yeah, I mean I very much because uh, I used to like I very much do agree that players should be paid and it's just the uh unrelenting system is uh, awful and I fully expect to tune into the Mizzou game tonight and see the boys get booed by their own fans. Yeah. Uh, the fans ain't shit. Right. Yeah, it's like when do when are they supposed to be students exactly? Because um, oh, they get it both ways, right? Like anytime they step out of line, it becomes you should be thankful to even be here. Uh, and then it also turns into this: well, their college experience is getting bitches, people paying for their shit. You know, they don't really need to go to class, so they're not getting a real college experience. Until I say okay cool well why don't we just let them go pro now you know they need a couple years to mature in college so that they can learn how to just be you know a regular person and fit and become an adult and like but you just said that you're enabling them from becoming adults you don't require them to do anything but play football right so it's it's kind of amazing the you know the dichotomy of what's going on on the college campus and how people are processing it and when you're dealing with such hatred jealousy envy and and flat out racism um is you know all this shit comes together just to like suck the fun out of what what could be a fun event to me but too often when i'm watching college football i just feel like i'm not really ha- having fun like i all the shit i have to do turn off the volume because uh, the announcers are assholes, you right. know. The, uh, you don't want to listen to the fans and the commentators when they mm-hmm. talk about the sport outside of the sport. So, you know, most of the time I'm not listening to any college coverage throughout the week. I don't listen to my local radio for college teams anymore They're because that was getting out of control. And then all of a sudden Wait, I, I realized I just don't. To, yeah, go ahead. Wait, you mean to tell me that the radio in Charlotte wouldn't speak well on? Black athletes, I could never fathom that. I heard that they love uh, Cam Newton uh, so much. Yeah, yeah. They love yeah. not to have tattoos. Right. Uh, but, yeah, you know, so I just ended up kind of being like, I guess I don't really care about college that much uh, because it's just it's a toxic environment to hang out in. So, um, yeah, it's, yeah, no. And, yeah, that is the case. And, I mean, I watch it, but, like, for college coverage, for everyone, like, Bamani Jones or every one Spencer Hall, they're like ten thousand Clay Travis's. That fucking sucks. Right. But um, I do appreciate uh the work y'all doing balls deep. Um, and I continue to use the logic uh that you brought up with uh, Greg Hardy on how if you get my fucking money, you get my opinion too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, because people are like, well, you know, you just uh, I'm like, no, nah, fuck that. So 
Um, I appreciate that, and um, keep up the great work. And generally, y'all are very good at being serious about shit. But then, unlike most sports radio, like oh, you know, like you know, if uh, you know, certain light-skinned uh, ratchet folks <laughs> do like equal rights and equal lefts, you can then. But then, like five minutes later, it won't be like. <laughs> but seriously, though, man. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think there's. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's kind of the show, man. Like, there's there's room for humor in all this shit, man. Mm-hmm. And I do yeah. think a lot of the humor comes from just how dumb people are when it comes to processing these these complex issues but right. you know we like to have fun and joke and laugh on uh on, on balls deep i'd say the majority of it is us laughing at horrible shit right. but but then you know sometimes you do have to take a moment out to be like but really this is kind of the way to look at this issue and then come back to let's have some more fun so but uh, I'm still, I'm still now. I appreciate this call. Still gonna kick your ass in fantasy football, though. I'm sorry. Oh man. no, I, I fully, I fully expect to woke up on Sunday and uh, see 40 <laughs> points on me. And before I go, I just want to say one last thing. Yeah. Um, on the low, on the low, the pregame show, excellent love and hip hop coverage. Um, which, uh, <laughs> I like how it's just kind of become that. So yeah, uh, thanks, thanks for letting me down your phone lines and uh, have a great show and a great week, y'all. All right, though. Peace. <laughs> Peace. Yeah, yeah, it has kind of become the love and hip hop coverage uh show, but uh we talk about other things too, but yeah, it's getting up. We have to yeah. we, Love and Hip Hop Hollywood is so good, we gotta break it down every week. Yeah, for so for those of y'all that are premium going, eh, I don't know about this sports, y'all please click on it. it. It's worth the listen. Yeah, and the pregame show is a completely separate show. Mm-hmm. But it's just us talking before we record balls deep typically, so um Chuck Spears writes in Carsey 2016 episode 1069 was a great show as usual. The dear brother bit Dr. Ben Carson and aspiring mogul inspired a glorious song in me. Uh, hopefully the Carson campaign will hear it and cut me a check too. So send us a link to SoundCloud that says Ben can fix your brain. Okay. Ben can fix your brain. See what this is. Hi, this is Ben Carson. 2016. And I have a question for America. Have you ever touched the brain of a dying child and fixed it? Well, I have. And I can do the same thing for America. They can fix America. They can fix your brain. They can fix America. They can fix your brain. People listen up. I got a message from a black man that isn't too aggressive. He's conservative. He's not at all progressive. Respect yourself. Now, I know you may be wondering why I would be at the Popeyes organization in the first place if I've been vegetarian for almost 30 years. It's because Popeye the Sailor Man is my hero, and I thought they might have had some spinach. All right, now <clears throat> this isn't bad. I think your Ben Carson impression needs a little work, Chuck Spears. But this isn't a bad song idea. But I feel like it's missing a little bit. So I'm I'm gonna try to help you out real quick on the fly. Now we'll see how this works. Let me see. I got a message from a black man that isn't too aggressive. He's conservative, he's not at all progressive. Respect yourself, be receptive. Now, I know you may be wondering why I would be 
at the Popeyes organization in the first place. If I've been vegetarian for almost 30 years, it's because Popeye the Sailor Man is my hero and I thought they might have had some They can fix America. Wait, hold on. Yeah, hold on. Of a dying child, I fixed it. Well, I have. And I can do the same thing for America. They can fix America. They can fix your brain. They can fix America. They can fix your brain. People listen up. I got a message from a black man that isn't too aggressive. He's conservative, he's not at all progressive. Respect yourself, be receptive. Now, I know you may be wondering why I would be at the Popeyes organization in the first place. If vegetarian, Popeye the Sailor Man is my hero. I thought they might have had some spinach. I think I fixed it though. There you go, man. You're welcome. <laughs> Next time, you know, add the horns and the guns first and then send it here. Cause I, I hate to have to do that on the fly like that. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't even able to add no um, porno sounds or animals. Oh, Lord. <clears throat> Mizzou Ferguson and MO's Culture of Racism by uh, Ish Tastic. <clears throat> Hi, Rod and Karen. I'm a long time listener first time email a smiley face when i say long i literally mean i have heard every episode every single episode wow Woo. glad thank you thank you sweetie that's a lot what compelled me to write today i'm a graduate at the university of missouri columbia missouri i uh, attended uh uh i attended from 97 to 2002 double majored in journalism and interdisciplinary black studies Go ahead. i was a member of the black student government i was there when the black culture center was built i was part of the group that organized a trip to the million woman march i can tell you that mizzou's culture of racism is long-standing it has and despite recent uh events will continue to persist well i believe that for sure i mean Ooh. i think that reaction they got from you know the death threats uh, a lot of the commentary in the media and stuff it just tells you how ingrained it is it's not going away and it's going to be a fight that's going to last forever yes sir in recent years the media has been flooded with stories of, of white fraternities hosting quote-unquote blackface parties on campus this is not new my first introduction to these events was at mizzou in 1997 black student event black greek parties even campus neophyte shows were routinely disrupted by campus and local police while white fraternities were allowed to literally set fires parade around naked and destroy property with no consequences God damn. yeah difference between looters and rioters right and right. and just people having a good time at a party 
the town of columbia missouri is a haven of southern right-wing racism a black student's experience off campus is as threatening as it is on campus and mizzou has always had a hard time recruiting and maintaining black faculty because of racism within the administration yeah the faculty part of the faculty walked out like people just look at the students and the football team man it's this is this is cultural there's a long history of black students demanding the university take action on these matters with no real result and while the university issues are now in the national public eye i'm almost certain that once media directs our attention toward the newest contrived distraction mizzou's issues will be forgotten at the national and local level mm-hmm. yeah um france had a bombing this uh oh, not bombing uh yeah. terrorist attack yeah, yeah multiple multiple locations yeah hundreds of people uh hundreds and something people dead mm-hmm. hundreds injured and all this stuff 99 people in critical condition so um i i and i'm not saying that's a distraction quote unquote from mm-hmm. this uh i'm saying this to make a point that there were people on twitter who did not like the missouri kids taking a stand who were already saying now this is a real tragedy i hope those kids in missouri are paying attention hope they're learning what the, what a real what real oppression looks like it's shit like that like oh so you got to come up and, sh- and and shoot motherfuckers down for everybody to go it's a real tragedy it's the what about black on black crime type thing where it's like Fuck you. how can i shut up you talking with anything i can possibly say um this is amazing um so yeah uh and yeah and now and people say why don't they trust the media i mean in missouri why they this has been going on for years mm-hmm. why would where you, was the media then and why would you expect them to cover it and cover it and cover it um fairly and not, and without bias now yeah now they're gonna get it right right Mm-mm. um next semester students will return to a campus where they are called niggers as they walk to class although the president of the university has resigned it is an important note that the chancellor was simply reassigned uh he will still receive his pension salary and all benefits due a state employee justice uh yeah i don't know if that's justice or not like it seems that that inaction is where they fucked up mm-hmm. <clears throat> hunter park the student who was arrested for making terrorist threats on yik yak interned at the national information solutions nisc.c co-op okay i have worked for that company during my time there a large group at large group meetings we had to recite the pledge of allegiance and we were made to participate in group prayers led by the ceo during the 2008 election 90 percent of the employees hung framed pictures of ronald reagan on their cubes and offices some also hung confederate flags of almost 400 employees at the mo location there were a total of seven blacks none were executive or management level i cannot tell you how many times the phrase put on your big girl panties was thrown at women's in women in meetings a few employees continue, routinely sent all company emails and bombarded the internet boards with anti-abortion rhetoric and pleas for us to mail empty red envelopes to a Missouri can- congressman, symbolic of the blood of fetuses that are murdered every day. I eventually left after a new director put me on a performance review plan for being aggressive and bossy. This after three years, uh, three solid years of great reviews from my direct manager upon seeing the director's review, refused to sign a document to support his claim. She was fired. To this day, we are still great friends. Wow. That's some stand up shit. 
this is a long email this is all but it's all to say the mizzou's issues aren't isolated they're symptomatic of a larger culture of so, social and institutional racism in missouri since the news cameras left ferguson there's still at least one shooting of unarmed black person every month and don't get me started on the bias sensationalistic media coverage of ferguson i was there in the street i saw the discrepancies between what was actually happening and what was reported even following the release of the department of justice's ferguson report black people are still racially profiled and ticketed when dri- driving through these neighborhoods churches are burning local news reporters still use the word thug when referring to blacks accused of criminal acts mm-hmm. some of us wake up and find kkk flyers on our doorsteps and in our mailboxes and many of us still dare not discuss what's going on in this city outside our trusted circle of for fear of losing our jobs or having our houses to face with swastikas anyway thanks for discussing issues pertinent to our community have a great weekend try to keep caring away from playgrounds chuck e cheese supermarkets <laughs> and any place where badass kids do badass kid shit smiley face be magic ish tastic at ish tastic under three underscore three on twitter thank you thank you and uh yeah man it's real in the field man i don't like i don't doubt any but of that we post shit racial get the fuck out of my face with that bullshit yeah and uh yeah we still have shit like i said we pretty much had to like got so far behind on fucking with black people i don't know how the fuck we gonna ever catch up but yeah we could do that we could do fucking with black people as a at two three hours of it every day for the next month and we still wouldn't get through the backlog that's how much is happening courtney writes in what up rod and karen i want to start off by thanking rod for the recommendation on using bevel i got i get little to no razor bumps when i shave and i like the close shave that it gives me it was a good idea for you guys to create the blackout tips facebook group you guys are one of two reasons that i go on facebook the other is the gas pod facebook group i'm not shout out to sterling mm-hmm. i'm not trying to mess with your money and losing your sponsors but i think you guys should have tate and terrell jones on your show along with justin Listen, I don't even know how to contact hating ass Terrell Jones. <laughs> no, we sure don't. I don't know what he looks like. Mm-hmm. I'm not even. Sh- I don't even know that he listens to this show. Any All of that right. stuff. I was just joking about having him on, guys. That was just a joke. Uh, I would like to see the shock looked on Justin's face when Terrell says some crazy shit because Justin himself says some crazy things, even though he doesn't mean it. And I think there are certain lines that Justin will not cross. Every time you guys play that Ben Carson clip rap, I keep thinking that it is Will Smith for some odd reason. Yeah, <laughs> it's that yeah yeah <laughs> elon played the rapper from family guy to will smith oh uh, on that show when they played that clip uh it was so good uh uh it was so it was such a a like good clip that uh it did kind of remind me of that let me see if i can find it uh all right here it is <laughs> i respect women when i'm on a date I take them to the park, or maybe a museum, and I only try to kiss them if they're ready. Woohoo! What, what, what? What is it? What, what? Help out your mom and dad by getting a job so you can help pay for school supplies. Woohoo! Say ho! Wipe your shoes on the mat when you come in the house. Someone just clean that floor. Woohoo! Say what, what? Ha ha! dancing in the background and shit! yeah they played oh, that's that. the best that was amazing uh, <laughs> <Woo-hoo>! so, <laughs> uh every time you guys play the big cars okay yeah that, that rapper and will smith have a similar sound and cadence that being said i think rod needs to go back to his freestyle days and write a rap and say it in ben carson's voice i i don't even know how you would rap in ben carson's voice because he 
it's not a very it's too slow and it's not a very methodic voice you know, i mean a very um voice that leads to a lot of adjustment it's all about cadence he's, he's such a slow talker he puts mm, everybody mm, to sleep mm-hmm. what kind of fucking beat would he be able to rap on who knows i can never picture him actually speeding up or slowing down his cadence to match a beat Mm-mm. uh i think it will I, I like it when karen vents about certain issues i have the beat to <laughs> eat i had a beat to ether in my head because she's like dylan spitting that hot fire appreciate what you guys are doing keep up the good work oh you're very welcome i'm just very passionate y'all shavandra writes in hope my review went through first I sent a review first, finally. I've been meaning to send it forever, but the funniest thing happened to make me do it. So I'm at work while, (coughs) sorry, I'm at work while I listen to you guys daily to keep me going. I work in a building with only white ladies and I live in a town that's about the same. So you two are my dose of blackness to keep me sane. Well, somehow when I left out my cubicle, I hit play. And when I got back, my coworker told me she had to turn it off for me. I was like, oh my God, at first I tried to go back to what you guys said. And it was about the kids in Mizzou. Y'all did cuss, but some of those, some of them cuss all the time. I was like, damn, I hope I didn't offend anybody because y'all were talking about racism and starting to stress. Then I said, you know what? You two have shown me so how to be unapologetically black. So if they aren't comfortable with calling it out, who really has the problem? I really love hearing someone else's perspective on things and appreciate your stance on the LGBTQ community. My husband is not homophobic, but can be less than understanding where that he should be. Uh, well, we know how that is. That's, that's kind of everybody. Uh, <laughs> like, like it, like, um, for example, the coach for Missouri did an interview on the radio mm-hmm. on his local, like, you know, local college always has the, college coach radio station he calls in he does like a, a 30 minute hey coach what's going on this week well we're preparing for the game blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. what'd you think about this well they're, they're a good team mm-hmm. right and they was all and they interviewed him and they asked him basically about his support of the uh concerned student 1950 he could not have been less committal like he sounded like he was scared uh because he would really have to take a stand and when you take that stand you know you're not gonna have a job right he like he sounded legit like oh my god what like am i gonna did, happen and, what's gonna happen and you ought to been prepared for it right. they're gonna ask you i'll play some of it for you so you guys can hear what i'm talking about sorry but, head coach gary pinkle joining us now as tigers play byu saturday night at arrowhead stadium of course national news made over the last few days he's had the toughest football coaching job in America, at least the last few days, with all that's going on on the Missouri campus, he joins us now to talk about that. Hi, Coach. How you doing? I'm doing fine, thank you. How hard has this been on you? Uh, I, I just think it's, uh, you know, I think any time you, you take a stand like I did, you know, and you know, I, and I'm, I'm going to support my players. I'm going to have to, and uh, um, it's it's uh, it, was, it was a difficult 48 hours, but you know that's that's my job, and and you know you got to do the right thing, and I felt I did the right thing. Did you personally support Concerned Student 1950? Are you for what they're about? No, I, 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 not at all. It had nothing to do with it. It was just about a, about a young man that uh, was really struggling, and that's what it was about. Are people interpreting your tweet with the photo and the hashtag Concerned Student 1950 as your personal support for what they're doing? No, what happened was that I have somebody that tweets for me a lot to get information out, and that person should not have put that hashtag on. Right. That's not an ally but and he obviously doesn't 
support their cause or he's or he's scared to be vocal about his support of their cause right even if he is right he's like i support my students i i, I support the the players that i directly know i support those dudes and well also he has a responsibility to the rest of the coaching community which is mostly white men to keep these negroes in line and he violated that policy and now got this president and chancellor fired basically and he wants to back off of it right because because the thing is somebody would have had to go because if you would have been like y'all need to go out there and play and they don't show up like you said you 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 you've lost the um locker room you lost the support students won't come back like that shit matters and you lost your job when either way it goes when you make a stand like this the thing and, and something that people really don't talk about is that uh when white people stand up for brown people's rights a lot of times they're attacked too they lose their jobs and shit mm-hmm. like that it, it does not affect them to the same extent that it affects the people that are actually being oppressed but a lot of times when they stand up shit affects them too and it's very bold and it takes a lot of courage to stand up being a white person where you really don't have to give a fuck if you don't want to about the situation and where most people have inquired about the situation and for you to say i've had enough of this situation and i'm going to speak out regardless of it because it's the right thing to do because as me as as much as people claim they're quote-unquote good people most people don't do the right thing when the right thing presents itself when it deals with your job your opportunity for growth your you know uh, uh killing your connections or, or, or you uh having to rethink things and your friends and family members and close co-workers looking at you funny because of the stance that you took on something that really matters to you yeah same thing happens uh in any level of privilege where you take a stand right like to a lot of people that are oppressed those people they you suddenly become one of them you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and and it's sad but it's one of those things where they're looking at you like you might as well be a nigga too because right that's what i'm saying you become one of those people like right it's like oh you're gender fluid now you know you're you're gay because you you think women should have equal rights like that kind of shit right you're You're like like, okay it's just the right thing to do because i believe i should have the right to be treated well just like these people should have the right to be treated well regardless of the group regardless of the gender regardless of the race or religion regardless of the sexuality people ought to treat everybody right and people don't want to be isolated out of their social circle so they don't step all the way out on faith or and step all the way out and just go this is the right thing to do and i'll take the consequences right. of not being invited to the family barbecue even if they believe in it yes so what i was going to say is most people are probably in the same camp as your husband where maybe they're not homophobic but they're not going to be very understanding because it's not an issue that affects them necessarily and they don't have to you know step into it but at this point that's sometimes that's all you can hope for same thing with not hope for but that's all you're going to get from certain people like gary pinkle he supported the kids in missouri but he don't even know what the fuck it was about like mm-hmm. he just was like i just need to get my team back on the field so right. i support y'all players y'all my players and i support y'all right because I, I don't i don't want my locker room to be chaos 
uh when youtube break it down i can take it back to him and he gets it better even though he gets tired of me talking about what y'all said and threatening to kick me out uh hashtag home homeless at howard but he uh home at howard but he ain't trying to pay these bills alone so i'm good so your work is making lives better thank you for it i hope to go premium soon well that is if my black ass still has a job all the love well i hope you don't lose a job for nothing we said um but thank you for listening mm-hmm. uh and uh thank your husband for uh you know listening uh when we break it down uh emil says uh feedback 1070 is 1072 hi guys with the recent protests of the football players at mizzou i have been thinking about college football and other sports in general as someone who lives in canada and grew up in jamaica i have never fully understood or appreciated the scope of collegiate sports in the u.s growing up the only insight i would get from was the recruiters that made the pilgrimage to the islands every year to scoop up the most promising high school track and field athletes right we would all hear the stories of triumph along with the horror stories there were always cautionary tales about those athletes that uh, would get some devastating injury and end up back home broke with no degree because they lost their scholarship Mm -hmm. the college athlete relationship always seemed predatory to me and i was always suspicious of the rapid devotion had uh rapid devotion fans had for their college teams football especially a few years ago i was working on a project in northern alberta with some engineers from utah because the project was in the oil patch in the middle of nowhere there was a lot of downtime that had to be filled with bullshit small talk they were all pretty conservative and mormon and i had nothing in common with them being an avid nfl fan go patriots i decided to use football as a conversation starter they basically told me they were big college football fans brigham young university byu and they didn't watch the pro game because it was full of overpaid thugs and that didn't know how to be humble of course not right right then they get money and they're black and that's just a problem right and that's one thing about people that are really 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 college they were like fuck nfl and you're like dog word that's that's what we doing you just like you just like for people to yeah. go out there and play There's for a bunch, free march madness is a crazy big time sport but those same people say they don't watch the nba because those guys are all you know divas and shit it's like oh you mean they get paid and know their rights they don't have to let some dude cuss them out and grab them by their shoulders every week right right because then they might fucking punch you back because they're not a goddamn child right now that the players have agency you're no longer interested so what were you really interested in in the first place because right. it must not be the sport because mm-hmm. everything in the nba is the best things from college the best it's, it's the very best players from college playing competitive basketball so obviously you stop wanting to see competitive basketball once the players become people that say you have to respect me and i have agency myself uh anyway and also byu is one of those schools if you don't know much about it it's basically a mormon university where a lot of people go off on their two-year i think it's a two-year sabbatical or whatever that mormons take and then they come back and their school allows for that but byu is always good in football because their students are basically two years older on the football team than other than other places Mm -hmm. so you can be like a super duper grown man senior pushing around kids that go to other schools so <laughs> right you like, like 21 22 yeah you got like a 22 to 24 year old person pushing around somebody who's 20 to 22 that, that's right. that's the secret there anyway um so he says um 
since then every time i catch a college game on tv i see all those white fans in the stand i think of those engineers from utah i know i shouldn't generalize but when i think of college sports fans i see in my head mostly white conservative men that resent black players and resent them exponentially more when they get drafted because in their heads they are nothing but these good for nothing thugs who don't know how to be humble i loved your hashtag day walking recap as usual but you probably didn't notice this very surprising thing that happened in this episode when maggie reached the gate after she and aaron fought off the shit zombies and realized they were still there were still walkers ahead maggie mumbled something i had to rewind several times and crank my set volume to the max to hear what she said it was captured by closed caption and i wrote it down she said that nigga roderick's prime is right i am an asshole if i get aaron killed going to find glenn i need to stop putting the team in danger and get back and get back my d <laughs> all jokes aside i'm glad maggie realized <laughs> that going outside was a folly right. keep up the great work thanks emil thank you uh and last one we got doritos and apple jacks from george who says hey rod and karen this is alex the official oh i said george all right this is alex the official knife and sword maker of the black guy with tips podcast i was listening to your feedback show and when you started talking about the internet shaming the kids i thought i should mention one there was one where the girl was like 24 her boyfriend's son came to live with them and she found out he had been skipping school smoking weed so she gave him a fucked up haircut and posted it on the internet you know i think we played that one on the show i think we did so after reading through the comments of the thread and them trolling the snickers uh have i oh and found out her name and i found her escort ads on back page at, at her arrest record for prostitution so that little shame really really bit her in the ass yeah we saw all that we talked about it on the show a long time ago anyways you guys have a good day i love the show thank you yep uh all right man we'll be back uh tomorrow uh i guess should be the people from the ink the ink crew mm-hmm. in case you guys listen to the podcast you should be if not tune in tomorrow and be introduced uh but yeah we appreciate everybody for listening thanks for all your feedback thank this is a short one but yeah, the short ones are the best sometimes yes they are and uh until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.